welcome to the Out of Ten Podcast. My name is Michael Vallejo Sevilla. My name is Sage Jordan. Um, this is our third episode of our 2023 list season. List season continue. Um, hopefully you listened to our uh, first two. The first one was our risers and sliders. Uh, and then the last episode was Michael's top ten songs of the year. So make sure you listen to that one before this one. Uh, take a listen to his ten songs and then kind of compare and see which list you think is cooler. But I... They're going to be so different. Uh, very, very different. different. Very fucking different. <clears throat> Can I ask you a few questions before? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is my top ten songs, by the way. Do you have a hard time putting this one together? Yes. I um, imagine it's very varied. I, I always imagine your list always kind of skews in a more kind of like indie I, rock I always make a top direction. 15, and it's hard to get those last yes. two. Yes. Yeah, this this year is a little bit tough, uh, I found as well. <clears throat> But I have an idea what's kind of going on there, but I don't want to spoil okay. it. Okay, um, I can talk about some of that. But what? But what? What are some honorable mentions? On so yours? yeah, so I would say I disqualified some songs just because they kind of technically were out in 2022. So my cutoff was like, if you came out before November 1st, 2022, I wasn't counting you. Yeah. So some of them were uh, Whitney by Rev. Yeah. Free Yourself by Jesse Ware. Yeah. Pink Pony Club by Chapel Roan. Yeah. And this one was kind of weird, uh, but I call on me by uh, Tuvi Lu. Because that came out with what was her album called? Dirt Woman. Yeah. Dirt Femme. Dirt Femme. Um, but then um, S.G. Lewis put it on his album. Yes. Audio, Audio Lost and Higher Loves. <clears throat> so it technically is still twenty twenty three album, but our song. But no, I didn't count it. Yeah. Uh, for some other honorable mentions that actually were out this year, I had a uh, tattoo by Lorraine, Eurovision winner. Wow. I had I'm Just Ken. By Ryan Gosling. That's made a lot of lists. And then uh, it goes like, na 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 na, by Peggy Goo was on there. You know, I was actually going to guess <laughs> that my girl Peggy was going to get girl, on yeah, there. Yeah, my girl Peggy. And then, uh, yeah, like, Boy Genius. Like, there's a few Boy Genius songs I could have had on there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I made for was, like, kind of near there, too. But, like, mm-hmm. I just didn't put it up there. Right. Uh, but, yeah, like, I think you're kind of right. Like, I do skew a little more indie rock. But this one's a bit of a weirder list. So, I don't know. Um... So I'll just I'll just stick to I just go with it I guess. Let's do it. Um, my first one is by the band uh, Blonde Shell. Yo, okay. And I'm picking Kiss City. Once this loads. Um, I hate how my Spotify doesn't load sometimes. Um, so Blonde Shell. Yeah. <laughs> so Blonde Shell. Um, every year there is a si- female singer songwriter indie rock girl. Or indie rock band that I always put up up there high on my album and song list um, and this is the one this year um, this song is just about a woman like trying to tell her boyfriend what her fetishes are how her big fetish is like just staring directly at me when you're gonna come yeah. that's what the song is yeah, yeah. Um, and it starts off like kind of nice and quiet but then as it kind of goes it's a short song too it's only like two minutes 23 seconds very quick but the way it crescendos, I thought it was like really cool. Very cummy. Very cummy. Um, and it's the second song on the album. The first is Veronica Mars, which is like kind of blast in your face, two minute song. Um, and this is the second song. So it was like, okay, now that I heard this song, this is the real deal album. So I'm going to be good. Um, and it just kind of added to it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let me go to the part that blows up. I thought like this crescendo when it comes out the first time, I'm like, okay, this album's going to be good. First two songs blew me out of the water. We're doing it. Um, so, Blonde Shell. Excellent. Yeah, nice. Very on brand, but I yeah. like it. It's a good choice. Uh, number nine. Very similar. Uh, see, I got to type my... I should have made a playlist beforehand. That's you what know? I did. Um, 
is by Paramore. Oh shit! If you can get from this is why. Can I guess? Can I guess? Can yeah. I guess? Is it Big Man Little Dignity? Yes, it is. Let's fucking go! So Big Man Little Dignity, which may not be like the top song from a lot of people. I think a lot of people might have like a thick skull. The, the, yeah, thick skull. This is why uh, you first ahead of this. But I feel like this song felt like the biggest combination of every era of Paramore and Haley. It kind of had this low-key, like, darkness that the Pedals for Armor stuff had from her solo stuff. Yes. It still had a bit of a dancey vibe from, like, from uh, After Laughter. But then, lyrically, like, there's stuff that is call, calls back to, like, Misery Business in that era. Oh, yeah. Where it's still, it's just such, like, a, like, this, like, Strongman fuck you song. It's just, like, the strong, the most mature I've heard Haley while immaturely kind of shitting on a dude. She's like, I see you, you piece of shit across the room. Fuck you, dude. Like, that's... But it's, like, the most slyly written version of that, right? But I find this chorus is so catchy to me. Um, and even though I've liked a lot of this album, this is the first song where, like, the first time I went, holy fuck, I'm getting chills. This song is amazing. Yeah, like, this rasp, kind of what you had with Jaded by Miley Cyrus, like, yes. hits that same bill where you can just hear how annoyed she is about the man she's singing it's about. A, it's a, This one is subtle. It's subtle, but it's no... It, when you hear it, you're like, it just ads right because yeah. it doesn't need to take you out of it if it was too loud it was too hard it'd be too much but this is just like it's like it bubbled yeah it's been bubbling mm-hmm. and the, and, the, and this could really like the song could factor that not even like an x it's just like that man that like is at a party that is always there and you're like why is or that, that fuck? Or, or even the fucking type of yeah dude. or even like a guy in the workplace like that guy who like yes. tries to start at work and you're like why the fuck are you here like it's, he's <laughs> like that it the song or is- or the, you're that guy mm-hmm. and you're like maybe a pyrotechnician in australia have you seen this? Yeah, where she's like, where she's like, somebody's oh. gonna get fired. Yeah, because it's during hard times, right? Where things yes. just pulling up like a little too early. Yeah, <laughs> big man, um, big man, dignity. Little dignity. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I just felt like, it, but it comes off, even though she's just shitting on a dude, it just still comes off so mature and so like snake, like tongue pinpointed, right? It's just like fuck you. I'm not gonna you, tell you, you why. Sh- why fu- I'm gonna tell you exactly why. Fuck yeah, you. You fucking shit. I see your your shit. <laughs> um, so I just like like the whole vibe of the song. It just feels like a f- pure like combination amalgamation of all the eras of Paramore in a one fuck you track to a guy yeah, coming from a really strong yeah, album yeah. too. Exactly. So nice. uh, that was my ninth Big Man Little Dignity Good by song. Paramore. Good song. Love uh, it. Number eight by um, my first. Um, wait, is Haley or no Haley and I don't know if Blonde Shell is actually of the LGBTQ community, but this man is. Uh, Eve's tumor. Oh shit! Um, is it Meteor Blues? It's Meteor Blues. Oh, that was on my list too. Um, so, uh, Eve's tumor. An album that maybe have been overlooked, but like is up there for me. Praise the Lord who choose, but which does not consume, or simply hot between worlds is the album title. But Meteor Blues is the like the third song of the album, but one of the first ones that really make me go fuck, man. This album's good because um, it's basically like a better version of like nineteen, like ninety nineties Lenny Kravitz. It's like this it's like gayer lenny kravitz with more edge oh, right shit. i'm like a butterfly <laughs> yeah it like sounds a like butterfly fun. but just like the way the chorus blows up the first time i listened i went holy fuck this is probably like the hardest rock song of the year like i would rate this over a bunch of metal tracks for hardest song of the year the the drums yeah oh it's such a crisp so i was just yeah. oh they're so crispy mm-hmm. and, and and really when it comes up it's it just not overbearing it, but it is just, it is powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. And I actually, this is the song I had the most trouble with because I had this song anywhere from like the second to 10th. Like I couldn't figure out where this one went during. 
but I felt like I needed a hard track in the list, and this is probably the hardest one, but I just remember, like, being blown away the first time hearing this and going, like, shit, this album's gonna be legit, this song, this album's gonna be, like, probably could be up there for my album of the year, or, like, near there, and this song's kind of stayed its, its spot, but it's just, it's just cool and confident and, and just... Awesome, kind of the same way Big Man Little Dignity oh, was. That's a great track. But yeah, Meteora Blues by Yves Toomer. <clears throat> um, so there, like, yeah, you were right. Three rock tracks. Right. Uh, this one's not. Uh, <laughs> um, Any clues? Uh, you talked about vibes in yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one is... Is it a Rebecca Black track? I wish. <laughs> uh, this is Nudista Mundial 89 featuring Mac DeMarco by oh, Alan what? Palomo. Alan Palomo. So this is just my dumb vibe track. And this is like the most late addition I had to the list. Uh, but this album is basically about Alan Palomo, who is neon Indian. Him and Mac DeMarco going to Ibiza together and just parting it up. This is basically <laughs> the same crossover as Kyle and Lil Yachty. Yeah, <laughs> I spy. But yeah, it's just it's just it's just like a wholesome song of like, hey man, I am amazed by being in this beach resort in Ibiza. Think of all the awesome music, all the partying. We can party in the beach, and it's just like that whole fun vibe you feel at a beach resort, but like transported into like an '80s synth pop song. But this this chorus is so fun. Um, yeah, and then Mac DeMarco in the second verse where he sounds like a radio DJ, like, hey, he brought me to the island. It's, um... It's, yeah, it's a fun track, man. Yeah, and again, I've listened to a ton of Mac DeMarco songs this year, but this is probably my favorite. I, I'm a little shocked that you, you went back for more. You just went back for more. I went back for more. Um, but again, like, this album is fun, and I had a few other tracks I wanted to... I could have debated putting in here, because that album's crazy. You sure you didn't want to get lost at the supermarket? Yeah, I get lost in the mall. <laughs> 1994. Um... But this song, I just thought like I could play it no matter what, and it would boost my uh, boost my mood. Um, but yeah, Nudista Mundial '89 by Alan Palomo. I don't think anyone's really heard of him, but no. Um, so that's my number seven. Number six is also in the same vibe in terms of dancey stuff. Um, I'll maybe I'll give you the artist because maybe I don't know if you're gonna know what it's. Romy. Oh 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 oh! Please 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 is it? Romeo the XX. Which so I, I, that almost made it for me. That almost made it. Cheap. But I don't think it's the pick that everyone else. Weightless. No. Wait. Oh, what the fuck? Give me a second. Give me a second. It's the dumbest pick. Hold on a second. I need to go to this album. It's not the one that everyone would pick if you were to choose a Romy zone. Is it the C? No, but the C's good too. S- strong? No. 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 Is it She's On My Mind? No. I don't know. It's Did I. Did I? Okay. Because <laughs> this song is the most, like, 1990s Eurodance song. It just ha- as soon as you played it, I was like, yeah. It just yeah, has, yeah. like, uh, I'm Blue by Eiffel 65. It's got Better Off Alone by Alice DJ vibes. Right. Um, in this album, like, when we reviewed it, it's basically her making an album that I reminds you. Of- like, I knew you liked yeah. Romy so much more than I did. Yeah, because this album is just about me, right? She just wrote a song that, like, evoked her gay dance clubs because she missed them so much during COVID. Yeah. And then I just knew there had to be a super cheesy song in here. But, like, this, this like, is just such classic. Like, even, like, DJ Sammy's Heaven from 2001. Oh. Like, it just has all those songs, like, we heard when we were, like, 7 to 9 that were so cheesy Eurodance. And she somehow modernized it for 2023, and it sounds cool, even though the elements that, like, make it up are cheesy as fuck. 
Like this. I mean, this is another Fred track, right? Yeah. Another but Fred track. I just, I like, I fist pumped it. I fist pumped to this song like out in public walking the dog. It was weightless. And it was like, there's so many good tracks. Like, truthfully, this album, like, it is low key so good. Yeah. And I don't think it's made any, any list significantly. But uh, it's, it's a low key good album. And I think more people should kind of get on it because Jim, Walk, yeah. Summer, Fall, any. If a DJ is, played this song anywhere, if this uh, song, if this song was at my wedding, I'd be fucking jamming yo, out. I mean, like, you're is that your wedding? If you make it, you're like, <laughs> you're gonna be like, I'm, I'm not even gonna fucking play to have this shit. You, yeah, you're gonna be like, it's like I gotta play the classics, but then you're gonna be like, just like. Five people who know this track. Yeah. Yo, after Cha Cha Slide, can you just blast Strong let's, by let's Romy? Let's get Strong and get some Peggy Goo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, like, but the lyrics are dumb. It's like her wondering if she left the stove on. <laughs> but I just find it such a, it's such a cheesy song inherently, but like it comes off so cool, so fun. Um, and even like vocally, Romy actually sounds good in it, even though the lyrics are like purposely silly for just repetitiveness of like what Eurodance is so it just reminds me of every cheesy Eurodance song from 2000 that I love slaps 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 so there you go you had three indie rock songs and two silly dance tracks I don't know I mean silly yeah I they're don't know. fun man they're fun <laughs> uh, so now we're in my top five there you go um, <laughs> this is where it maybe gets a little serious oh wow um, uh, how much do you like Ireland Ireland. Ireland. Who am I talking about here? I'm talking about Sierra Mary Alice Thompson. Uh, uh, right up this there. is CMAT's Stay yeah. for Something. Yeah. Um, a kind of late edition, you can say, came out like in September. Yes. Um, but Sierra Mary Alice Thompson, she is a old country indie pop artist from Belfast, Ireland, I think, or Dublin, Ireland. Dublin. Who uh, moved to the U.S. to kind of pursue an old country career, and this is her second album in two years. Um, but this album has like a good Heartland rock vibe to it that has a nice crescendo. Yes. But it's basically about how she's had this relationship that just keeps it hasn't it doesn't end even though her partner does nothing does like her partner does nothing but every time she's about to end it he does something that Ooh. like makes her stay right and then she's staying for something like <clears throat> she's like okay like he hasn't done this for years but like I know if I tell him I'm gonna break up with him he'll do something else. Um, and he'll, you know, I or like, you know, there's some cool things he always bring, like brings to the table, and I just need those things to come back. And that's like what keeps her going through this five relationship that goes nowhere. Right. Um, and I thought like there's a lot of people probably resonate with it, and the way she got more confident in this album was able to kind of like sing about it in an emotional way. I thought it was really, I thought it was a really good like progression in like a year span. Yeah. Um, but really confident track. Of course, I love Heartland Rock, um, especially with that country twang to it. Um, and I just think it's a really unique track. So um, I, I hype C Matt now. So Stay for Something is my fifth favorite song of the year. Um, Very cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, number four. Number four. Number four. <laughs> really should have put this in a playlist. Yeah, I know, eh? <clears throat> I'm just adding suspense. Um, my list isn't over, but the end is now. <laughs> what do I have here? Is. Wow! <laughs> I have the end is now by HMLTD. Wow! Up there. Um, so you talked about it on your risers and sliders, an album that slid for you, but this song kind of still whips in the bangs in the whippetron for me. Uh, but it's the end is now by HMLTD, who of course made a concept album about a giant worm that swallows England, and then whatever happens oh, after no. that. Oh no! 
Uh, but The End Is Now is the third song on the album, but it's kind of the first one that really adds the full art, opera, glam rock elements to it and makes me go, okay, you're making a cinematic album with the storyline, adds like cinematic stakes to whatever concept you have. And I just felt this song was super interesting. And then to pack this in like a four minute track, um, yeah. this song should in other areas, like, you know, this song should be way longer than it should be. It's a that tight a, glam rock song yeah. that basically summarizes a lot of the ideas of this album. Yeah. And I just feel it's a really exciting track. Like every, every few seconds, there's always a new element that gets added, whether it's a, a, chora, a choir, um, a new instrument, just his, what's his name? Harry, Henry. Uh, the lead singer, oh, just Henry. his, yeah, just his like vocal performance. Yeah. I just found it to be a super, super exciting song. It's really compelling, man. Like yeah. I think this album, like this song. I know. I think between you and me, like I really enjoyed this the second track more. Wormlands. I think Wormlands are just too like funky jazz. I fucking for me. love that shit, man. But this thing just had, this thing just felt like it added the stakes, the cinematic stakes of the album. This is and, more narratively driven. It's like it's yeah, really. It's clean. Yeah, and I really did debate between this and the worm itself. Like, the so song I had the worm. worm on my list. That was my yeah. track, even though I re I really love like track two and this one here. But I think the worm is the drama of it all. Yeah, right. I just felt that like from a musical standpoint, I just felt the song was a little bit more exciting because the worm is like it's really a more of a storytelling piece that goes in waves. This is just like I ultimately didn't um, include it, yeah. and and it's part of why I kind of let the album slip is that it is. So crucial to the story. Yeah. So it's like, for me, like a single track on here, just as a as a, as a track that sticks out for me, just didn't make didn't make sense for me personally. Yeah. But I, this is a really good track. Mm -hmm. And then even this part, like it's not worth. Like I just saw, like there's just always a new part where um, when I think the song is gonna end or do something. This is this is what Greta Van Fleet should be doing. They should. Yeah. Honestly, uh, that was my number four. Number three. I have a lot to uh, talk about. Uh, it is Look at Us Now, Honeycomb by Daisy Jones and the Six. <laughs> you're just leaving now. You're like... <laughs> He's leaving. What? Now Sally's like, come pet me. Come pet me. Okay, go pet him. Oh, he like deliberately wants you to pet him. Um, so Daisy Jones and the Six... Big, big thing for me. It's one of my favorite books ever, actually. So it's just... Oh, oh, uh. this, this is a little rumble. There you go. So, a lot to talk about this song, just because a lot of, like, context to it, right? So, Daisy so, Jones so 6... Question. Uh, yes. Is this the song? It is the song. Okay, so, it's the song. Jason the 6, obviously the Amazon Prime show, but previously a book, one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. And this, it's about, you know, a band called The Six and their lead singer, and then Daisy Jones being this free-spirit Stevie Nicks-ish woman. It's the Fergie Ferg. And them getting combined by the label to become a band together. Yes. It's the Fergie Ferg of the Black Eyed Peas. This is the, this, uh, this is the story of the Black Eyed um, Peas. The, yeah, of um, Where's the Love, right? <laughs> yeah. So this is the song where they kind of like combine for the first time and they make this song together and it's like this magical combination. But this is like the song. It's mm -hmm. like the dreams, the uh, like you know. I think yeah. Where's the love? It's dreams. That yeah. Your favorite Fleetwood Mac song. It's that song. Yeah. This is what creates the band, um, and it's written as if it's the greatest soft rock song <clears throat> of all time. In the history, like based on the way I the books are. Couldn't get past it. Like I yeah. also, I couldn't get past the first episode. It takes a while. To, like once the, that's the thing is that you need to like wait till they actually become a band. Right. Uh, or just read the book, dude. I the book's better. Yeah. I um, but like, 
it's hard to and i talked about when we reviewed it uh-huh. it's hard to like take a song that's in a book written like said is like the bat like you know this huge juggernaut of a song and then actually try to write it and mm-hmm. make it but again you're writing a song that's supposed to be big in 1970 something yes in 2023 and make it appealing for both eras. So it has to be appealing it's for 2023. Really but then to has that. to sound like it's May 1976. So it, it could... Like, this could have been, like, a terrible fucking song. But I think that um, this song doesn't fall flat for me. I think, like, it actually builds up in a way that I'm like, okay, shit. They nailed it. I think, like, they made a song that doesn't fall flat. It kind of... Sh- it kind of... Like, the way that, like, Riley Keough and... What's his name? I forget the dude's name now. The main... Sam Claflin? Same, yeah, Claflin. The way that they sing in this, I think, like, you can kind of feel the tension and stuff and hear the emotion in the way they sing based on how their characters are. Mm-hmm. I just thought that, like, that taking something that was just on paper and just with lyrics and then turn it into a real fucking song and then giving it... I mean, it, it is impressive. It, yeah. It's not, it's not at all easy. And the song itself is not bad because I did take a listen to yeah. this album. The, song, the track It's is, like a quintessential, like, Fleetwood Mac-ish, like, soft rock yes. song. But <clears throat> then you have to make it as good as a Fleetwood Mac track in the era. And I'll make it fall flat. And I think like this, it really, all the different factors it impressed me. And the song could have fallen flat and could have been whatever. But I ended up being like, shit, the song actually comes out really good. So in a lot and of ways, the, this is a very on brand. Yeah. Track. And the way that it comes, the way that it gets portrayed and kind of it evolves when you watch the show yeah. is a neat thing too. Um, but yeah, just my history with the original material and all that and like the weight around it and how it couldn't drop the ball and it was good. Daisy Jones and shot it up to me as my third favorite song of the year. But again, there's a lot of historical context to why it is up there for me. I mean, that makes a lot of sense and it's a good pick. All Mm -hmm. things considered. Yeah. Uh, So yeah. So look at us now. Honeycomb by Daisy Jones and the six, a fictional band. Yes. Uh, For my number three. That was building suspense. That that built suspense. My number two is completely different. Uh, Where are we? Where are we? This one. You even look at my screen right now. Uh, I can't see nothing, but I'm going to guess it's uh, something from Scaring the Host. Yep. Is it perfect? It's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 my rises, you know I said? Take. Go listen to perfect. Take the fucking soundtrack to NFL films, (laughs) highlight clips, and then put Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia fucking talking about Olivia Munn in the middle of it. This is it. This is my favorite song off Scaring the Hose by Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. I just think that whole NFL film soundtrack in the back and like a sports comeback story background while they just fucking drop nonstop bars all over the place um, is just fucking amazing to me. And it's just so hyped for a two minute song. Um, it's like, yeah, it's only two minutes and a half. It's so short. It's so short, but it gets you exactly where you need to go. And you're like, the minute ends, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, and that's a come down. Um, Boom. But it, it's just such a fucking fun song. There, there's really not much to say other than, like, I think Peggy and and Danny just, like, they, they fucking roll off yeah. each other so well. And the sample here just, as you said, it, it's a driver. Yeah. Right? You feel like you fucking ran a 40. I feel Five like you times. threw a Super Bowl like winning drive when you hear this song, and yes. this is like this is the song that plays as like you're being lifted up by the team because you caught it or you threw it's it. It's like that montage. You did it, and now it's like boom, boom, yeah, boom, win, win, trophy, trophy. So it's just something how this song is right after fucking Daisy Jones and the Six. You get this crazy ass rap this song. Shit bangs so hard. Henry Kissinger would be jealous. <laughs> Henry Kissinger's dude. 
Um, oh no, my mic! <laughs> it went off skew. <laughs> oh well, I think it's because um, I, I got out. Oh, that's fine. Um, so yeah, I think you're still coming fine. Here. Okay, now no, I'm fine. No, you're fine. So yeah, perfect by perfect. JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown this is my second favorite song of the year. Um, oh, I don't really know. Is it a Wednesday track? My top song of the year? No. Is it? What do you think it is? Jade. <laughs> is it... Uh, give me a clue. They are Italian. No, that's not. It's Maniskin. There's no... It's it's fuck you, man. It's Maniskin. You're no, lying. It's not Maniskin. You're lying. It is Maniskin. Is it Laundry Pile by Arkells? No. Did you ever get to that album? No. Is it a, is it a Chaperone song? It is Chaperone. It is... Ooh, is it Red... It's Red Wine Supernova. Red Wine Supernova. Um, Red Wine Supernova by Chapel Rowan is my favorite song of the year. Pink Pony Club would be up here, but I just DQ'd it. I, I, ha- I had to bring it in there. For the like, context. Yeah. Um, and it could either be this or even like Naked in Manhattan or After Midnight. But I feel like... I the, like how... Like, the thing is, there's so many fucking the songs i song, The first song, Phenomenon, is good, but I think it's kind of an intro that explains the storyline. But this is the first song where she's actually like coming to LA and realizing... I may be a lesbian, or I may be bisexual. I may like women just as much as I like men. Yeah. But this song is basically her finding this woman and being like, hey, uh, I've never felt these emotions to a woman before. You intrigue me more than usual, and I kind of want to bang you. And it's like her dealing with the fact that like she's uh, grown up in this Midwest world where she had to be a straight woman and is now exploring herself and going to L.A. And... It's like, I want to bang this woman. I usually only like men. And now, like, this woman has this pull over me. Yeah. Um, and we're just drinking a shit ton of red wine. And it's just making me want to jump her bones. Um, and that's what the song is. It's basically like that. And just being like, look, I got a tiny bed, but we can still fuck. Like, yeah. it's, it, but it just, I just think it's such a fun, catchy song. And it's the first song that makes me go, like, okay, like, this is what the whole storyline of the whole album is. It's the theme. It's this girl exploring herself, partying. And trying to, like, break out of this Midwest mold that she's grown up to and, like, let L.A. invader. Some things are stereotypical about, like, of course, you move to the L.A. and you kind of let sex, drugs, and alcohol kind of take over you. Yeah. But it comes out so fun and confident at the same time. It's not like, oh, I'm addicted. My life's going to hell. It's kind of like, here are things I have didn't know I could explore and I'm exploring it. And the song is just so fun and catchy. Um, and I just love this album. I think it's super fun. So, um... Red Wine, Supernova, Chapel Roan, whoever gets to see her before Olivia Rodrigo, I'm jealous of you. Yeah, it's so fucked, man. I'd go just to see her. I know. Just to see her. But I'm happy she has that, like, platform. Um, But yeah. And it has, like, a good country flair to it. I think there's fun, fun, like, yeehaw, let's go girls elements to it. Kind of like what Rena has and Shania does, like, for their stuff. <laughs> we just saw the dog come with a toy. Just saunters over. Ever he has so, so many toys, and he still grabs them from the other room. That's hilarious. Um, man, this 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 list ending section here is just so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. so fun, man. But I just think the the overall chorus too is just so catchy. Um, kind of comes off as like a like a fun musical. But yeah, Red Wine Supernova Chapel Run is my favorite song of the year. Uh, three. Unsurprising, but also an excellent choice. So yeah. uh, from the from the top, make a drop. What's your number 10 to we one? Got, okay, number 10 is Kiss City by Blonde Shell. Mm-hmm. Number 9 is Big Man Little Dignity by Paramore. Fuck that man. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, number 8 is Meteor Blues by Yves Tumor. 
Number seven is Nudista Mundial 89 by Alan Palomo and Mac DeMarco. Number six is Did I by Romy. Number five is Stay for Something by CMAT or CMAT. I don't really know the right way to say that. Number four is The End Is Now by HMLTD. Um, a lot of acronyms. Uh, number three is Look At Us Now Honeycomb by Daisy Jones in the Six. Number two is Perfect by JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. And number one is Red Wine Supernova by Chapel Roan. So we got how many? What do we have here? We got indie rock, rock, indie rock, whatever the fuck Nudista Mundial is. Yeah. Eurodance, uh, Heartland Rock, Alt Country, Glam Art Rock, Soft Rock, Crazy Hip Hop, and then Hot Girl Pop. Man, even look at mine. I'm like, jazz, rap, R&B. What did Miley? I guess Miley, hot, hot girl pop, hot girl pop, hot girl pop, hot boy pop, Trans- Dominic Fike, oh, such- Pink Pony Club, queer pop, yeah, hot girl pop, uh, <laughs> hot Latin girl jazz pop, yeah, Christian rock. <laughs> I don't um, know why. Sad boy, sad, sad boy. boy pop. That's and also hot boy pop. Sad, sad hot, hot boy pop. Sad hot girl pop. <laughs> Billy. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Sad hot girl, yeah. Sad hot girl pop. There you go. There you go. There you go. Those are our favorite songs of the year. Uh, hope you. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who has our to a song. Or, I mean, I think a lot of people have. What was I made for? Yeah, as, I, I, as song of the year. But the thing is, it didn't make it that high on a lot of publications I think because it comes out. It's like individual single. I don't know. I think it deserves all the credit it's due. It's a great song. It just. I. It's. it's it, to me, it just—it was just so much high. It's, yeah. it, it was just something. But I don't song. think a lot of these songs that I have will be in any <sighs> any lists. I think Red Wine Supernova, Perfect, and Stay for Something will. But everything else, if I, don't I included think. one from last year. Uh, maybe not strong enough. Not strong enough. Maybe the only one I've seen in anyone's top lists. I don't know why. Great song. Like it's on. It was on the my short list. Um, definitely not <laughs> or or emotional oranges I don't think yeah, anyone no. anyone listened to nobody that nobody had Nudista Mundial 89 89 <laughs> um, uh, but we also didn't do a Kyle Gordon song yeah it's true and you on the bass <laughs> uh, sure okay. yeah. so Sage where can the people find us and it's not on the planet of the bass I'll do 10 but in the Nudista What's uh, Playa? The Playa Mundial. The Playa Mundial. The Playa Nudista. Nudista Playa. Um, 89. Uh, Out10podcast.com or Out10podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure to follow because all our year end episodes are coming out. Um, again, our episodes that we do, we do uh, Risers and Sliders, which has come out. Uh, Michael's top 10 songs. And then this is my top 10 songs. And then we zigzag for both our top 10 albums of the mm-hmm. year. And that 10 was, to that, 5? Sorry, 10 to 6? 5 to 1. 5 to 1. And that's a, that's a two-parter. Boom. Which uh, I have not finalized yet. I think I've, I think I've locked mine in. To some extent. I think, I've, I think my, my, top, my bottom three are still flexy. Your bottom three? Like your top three? Or no, sorry. No, like my 8 to 9. 8 to 9. 8 to 10. 8 to 10. I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted mm. to do a small little riser. There. I mean, yeah, it's hard. Decent Mundial was like my really like last addition where I had to put push stuff down. I got a week to think it over. I got a it's week to think it over. Such a fun song. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks out. Bye. Nudista Mundial. Nudista Mundial. Money skin. Oh yeah. Remember my skin.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>